Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. If they were going to make an American Vandal style show for your high school, yep. what would they have made it about? Um, I have no idea. No, no scandals or anything? Not really. No dicks on the <laughs> school? No. There are, there are a few I can remember, but there's a big one where all these kids cheated on a test. Really? Yeah, and it was like an important test as well. So, Like the QCS or something? Well, it was a practice QCS. Uh-huh. And why they did this was that the practice QCS results were used to help determine like awards at the end of the year, like ducks and uh. that sort of thing. If there was like some, if there was like a tie or unclear about who was the best performing student. So they found out somehow what the what year it was. It was like from a couple of years ago, the QCS oh, and they test, the old test. And they memorized the multiple choice. And not only that, they didn't just do it. They were idiots about it, apparently. I don't, I don't know. I wasn't first-hand to this. It happened like when I was in town or something. They um, memorized it and made a little chant of it, and they were like singing it before they went in. I was like... C A B D D D F like whatever the things were. Idiots. And they got found out, but yeah. If there was an American Vandal style show happening, I would have made it and would have been about that. Yeah, I would have bloody blown everything out of the water. What up, players? It's me, Lonnie, mm-hmm. talking like Dylan from American Vandal. Yeah. <laughs> this is. I only like you, and it's a dick-centric episode, this one. If you don't like dicks, or if you don't like the word dick, you're not going to like this episode. <laughs> if you don't like the concept or the nom de control. Is that how do you say that word? Damn it, I've done another thing where I've tried to be smart. <laughs> yes, this is I Only Like You. We're taking a step back into Netflix land. We have watched American Vandal which is, surprisingly, one of my favourite shows this year. It's incredible. When you, like, spun it to me, I was like, oh, yeah, I'll watch mm. it. It's only, how many episodes was it? Eight episodes. Half, Half hour hours, thereabouts. Very easy to binge. And it doesn't sound great. It sounds like a cool, could be a cool little five-minute YouTube skit. And somehow they've, you know, done a whole series about it. Yeah. It's a true crime spoof, mm. essentially making a murderer, but the crime at the core of it is at a high school and somebody graffitied the all the teachers' cars with dicks. Big spray-painted dicks. 27 of them, in fact. 27 big old dicks. And to be fair, when I watched the episode, the first episode, I was like, oh, really? Mm-hmm. This is it? But, oh, my God, this show is incredible. It, it gets there, doesn't it? Because at first, I think... You're on board because I like you like recognizing all the elements of making a murder or serial or all that the kind of show. Yeah, and it's funny because they're saying dicks and they're set in a high school. Yeah, and like at first it's funny and you're like, 
Well, if it's like this the whole series, it won't be that good because no. it'll be like one trick pony. Yes. But it's actually a really compelling mystery at the core of this. It's incredible. The thing that I think is great about it is that it's not just a parody. Like it elevates it. I, th- I remember talking to you about Chris Lilly, who's mm-hmm. an Australian comedian who made a few shows down here, which are very much parody, mockumentary style things. But this this isn't like that. This mocks it, but then also becomes the genre, but then also becomes this really intelligent drama about relationships in high school and um, kids and how they interact with each other and how people feel their life going and sense of mm-hmm. fulfillment. It's just, it's incredible. Yeah. On the outset, it looks like it's a true crime spoof, a, a mockumentary about this crime at a high yeah. school. Yeah. But it's actually a show about high school. It's the best high school representation I've seen in years. Absolutely. The characters, oh, my God, are so realistic. Everyone knows. They, you know you have a Dylan in your year. You have a Peter. You have a... Some of us were the Peters, let's face it. Some, some <laughs> of us were the Peters. All right, some of us are Sarah Pearson over here. No way. Who <laughs> no. are you? Alex Tromboli. I know you were Alex Tromboli. Oh, no, I was going to say maybe Gabby. Probably Gabby. Yeah. Did you have like a big hulking boyfriend though? No. You had some guys hanging off here, didn't you? We're not talking about this in the podcast. <laughs> the point is that you recognise all of these things, but they're not just archetypes or stereotypes. No, they're they're real, real people. Real people. They're not just like mimicry or impersonations. They're, they've taken these core characteristics and created new characters yeah. and put them in a situation where they can play off each other really well. Yeah. So that's it's an amazing feat, really. And we've seen it done so badly so many times. Exactly, yeah. It was kind of refreshing to, you know, see it done well. Yeah, in the guise of this serial yeah. <laughs> making a murderer thing. I feel like it almost, it doesn't clickbait you, but it sort of pulls the rug out without you really realising it. Mm-hmm. And then it comes to, it became more of itself and became more confident as the season went on. And without even realising it, I was actually invested in the mystery being like, who did the dicks, you know? <laughs> like, realistically going, this is really compelling. Yeah. So not only, but it sort of tricked me to get there a little bit because it's like, oh, yeah, we're just playing off this thing, don't worry. And then it's like, oh, we've got really interesting characters who you recognise. But then it's like, but we're actually going to be a mystery as well, as mm-hmm. well as playing on all the tropes and everything and ending on cliffhangers like Making a Murderer does and having elements like retracing the timeline and phone call stuff from Serial. Yeah. It's... And and looking at, like, um, cell phone, like the records of the phones yes. and stuff. Like, yeah. And, and the, the episode where they did, they recreated the, the crime to see if they could have done yes. it in the time period. Yeah. That was so cool. It was so cool. And it, it, it just... Uh, it's so clever. It's such clever filmmaking because you'd have you have so many. There's so many layers here mm-hmm. for the filmmakers and the writers and everyone. You'd have to come together and you'd have to create the mystery. And then you'd have to figure out how you delve that information out to the audience and work your way backwards in a sense throughout mm-hmm. the series. Then you've also got to parody all these different tropes. Then you've also got to add comedy, yeah. but while keeping your characters realistic and down to earth and, and create realistic performances. Like so this, it looks real. This well. is an exceptional show, and I don't think that it will get the credit it deserves because people will write it off as some kind of spoof yeah. mockumentary thing. Well, I follow so many people on Twitter who are into movies and, and write about movies and stuff. Mm. I've seen one person tweet about it so mm. far, and guess who that was? Who? It was Shane from BuzzFeed Unsolved. Oh, really? <laughs> Not even like a film review or anything, so yeah. insane. 
This is an incredible show. This is incredible. Watch it now. It's honestly, it's so quick to binge and it's compelling. You'll find yourself like kind of wrapped up in the Mm storyline and and trying to think who it was, you know, like it's just, oh, it's so good. One thing I appreciate the most, I think, every time it came on screen, I just had a little smile on my face, was the lawyer in the... In the video that they go back to all the time of Dylan's initial trial, but at the at the school, at the school. looks just like Dean Strang from does, he does. making a murderer. So it was just every time they went back, accurate. It was great. Apparently, the show was very um, improvisational, Im- improvisational, improvisational, improvisational. The show was very improv based. <laughs> apparently, I didn't know that. Yeah, so well, they they got great performers in. And the mm. kids mm. all look like teenagers, which is great. Yeah, I hate seeing. I understand why they do it, but I hate when I see twenty-seven year olds playing. Yes, sixteen year olds. A lot of them are like on Disney shows and things like that. Mm-hmm. Apparently, so mm-hmm. they're quite well great performers. And they did the whole um, Kirby enthusiasm thing, where they sort of knew where the scene was going. Yeah, but they let them sort of play it out themselves. And I think, like, obviously, they had some. They would have had some bits where they had to follow the script for mm. certain aspects. Mm. But for the most part, a lot of it was yeah the characters. I think that actually helped. I would have picked that with um, a lot of Dylan's dialogue because it felt so natural and the way they played off each other. And there were certain things that you could tell didn't go to plan, like the bit with the dog didn't go to plan. You know, yeah. And I think that just makes it more realistic because I love they're the magic actually when that happens, yeah, yeah they're just they're just in the moment and like. Spoofing and working off each other. and you It know. worked well because sometimes you see that on movies and they've obviously just let the camera roll and they don't really care what they get and they'll just yes. like, we'll fix that, we'll, we'll get something funny in there maybe. Yeah. Like this obviously suited because it's the mockumentary style. Yeah. So it did feel a bit looser than the average film. Yeah. But nothing in there that you're like, oh, obviously they didn't know what to do. They just um, let the camera happen and the actors sort of mm. flail around. Mm. I think something else I read is that they were really keen with each character, especially in the interviews where they did, to know the character the actor had to literally know everything that the character would have known, so yeah. they could just react normally. Yes. So yeah. they really had to know everything, and so that's what I mean. That's another element that they would have had to think about. Like yeah. this is such a complex show, and it's so cleverly executed. If I had to say one thing that attracted from this. It would be sometimes the scenes with Peter and Sam when they were talking about things wasn't yeah. the best acting. Um, it Some felt a little performative and like put we on. We have to get to the next story beat, so we have to yeah explain to how each that other. Does. Yeah, so, yeah, I get that. I get that. But that's very minor in the and, scheme of the oh yeah. show. And it did kind of remind me of some of the things in Serial where yes. they sort of spoke to each other and yeah and talked about stuff they already knew. Yeah. I think definitely helps having listened to Serial and watched and seen Making a Murderer. Yes. Because some of the things are, as we were saying, pinpoint satires yes. of those. Yeah. And it's interesting that Netflix is actually doing the Making a Murderer. Exa- yeah, it is, isn't it? Yeah. Satire spoof because, but I guess like, they may as well do it well. It's their yeah, kind absolutely. of thinking. But I still feel like you could watch this without having specifically seen those two true crime things. Just knowing generally what a true crime sort of show does or what documentaries do, you still get a lot out of this show because it's not just, hey, we're making a murderer but with dicks. It's actually its own show. Yeah. It's creating its own mystery. And, and here's one thing I'll talk about. What do you think when the show became real in the 
yeah. in the story world. It's about episode four, I think, I think that so. that had the yeah. social media thing. Um, it's a different. It was a definite change of pace for the show. Like I knew we were coming into something quite different. At the beginning of that episode, I wasn't a huge fan of it. I thought they were making a terrible, terrible mistake. By the end of that episode, I went, you guys know what you're doing. This is great. <laughs> You've got it, you know. Because it allowed. Well, I don't think you could have made from. a realistic story set in a high school without social media because you're just ignoring a huge part of society. Mm-hmm. And then also it informed a lot of the documentary, you know, from then, Peter's yeah. documentary. Also, I think it was a nod to fan theories and things like that that Especially come out with cereal. cereal. The cereal was released week by week. So. Exactly, yeah. Yeah. So I agree with your point. I don't think you need to have watched those to get this. I do think it will probably increase your enjoyment of it. Yeah, And also sure. I think you'd understand more of the little winks and little nods to the audience if you'd seen it. Yeah, well, I'm trying to say it still sounds on its own two feet, though, which is It great. does. It does. And in a crazy way... Some of those, I think there's Reddits and there's fan theories about what actually happened, like who actually did the dicks. Yeah. Just like it happened in the show. So it's great. Yeah. Do you believe, spoiler alert here, but do you believe it was? I believe the ending. Yes. Yes. Okay. Right. Mm -hmm. And I don't think it's, I think it did a clever job of not spoon feeding us and not wrapping everything up nicely with a bow, but letting us know what the most likely thing to have happened was. I, I agree with you. I think. It was definitely saying this is, this is the most likely. Well, yeah. I, I have read a few <clears throat> theories that perhaps it doesn't, it didn't happen exactly the way we think it, or for exactly the same reasons as yes. presented, which yeah. is a cool way of doing it. Definitely, definitely. There's just, I don't know. There was a very nuanced feel to the show. Like even though it was kind of outrageous with the dicks and you know mm-hmm. the sometimes the the wayback boys were you know quite laughable and quite. Um, became caricatures to a certain extent, but we're still, mm-hmm. I don't know, we're still realistic. I know that's paradoxical. But but borderline. Yeah. yeah, but they still know when to back off. Like they still mm. know when you don't need to fit everything nicely in a bow and you don't need to tie it all off. And the little twist at the end, it's not really a twist. I'm not spoiling by saying there's a twist because it's not really a twist, but that's a perfect example of, this is clever filmmaking. They knew exactly what to do. They it ended on quite sort of a, it was a downbeat note, wasn't it? Melancholy, existential sort of. This is just real life kind of note, which you don't expect from a show that's all about dicks and spray paint and you know, parodying it things. Got, it got deeper and, and really earned those moments. It did. It did. Thinking back to our our review of Girl Boss, which no one's listened to, so yeah, whatever. <laughs> But that show seemed to like wanted to do quirky, weird stuff, and then at the end wanted to mm, throw in a, every a, really, episode, a yeah. really nice lesson or a downbeat bit at the end. Didn't really get there, did it? No. So this one definitely earned that because you do feel for Dylan because he didn't. He's an idiot, and he's in yeah. a lot of ways he's a bad person. But the question is raised: how much of that is his fault? Exactly. And how exactly. much of that is how he's treated by? everybody yeah it's oh it's just brilliant like it's so brilliant oh, most importantly there are hinting that there's going to be a season two really so and I, I think what they said it was like it'd be the same crew doing a different mystery in the town which i think would be cool because this one's probably run its course i think this one's there's a beautiful ending to this one yeah uh quickly favorite mm. character 
I know who mine is. Who's yours? Mr. Krass. Oh. <laughs> He's great. He's really great, isn't he? The best moment is when he walks off stage in the video. See, that's what I mean. So I loved that because I, I pointed it out to you immediately. That's like nuance. That's clever writing. It's knowing your characters. Knowing your characters, knowing what reaction they would have to any situation. It, they didn't need to pan the camera and zoom on him. It was just a hint in the background. That's my probably my favourite moment of the whole season. It was incredible. Absolutely incredible. Yeah, I did like, I like Peter and Sam as well. Yeah. They were cute. I think I really liked the characterization of Alex Tromboli, just because we've all known someone like that. I loved he didn't just say he like he got drunk. He had to have eleven beers. Eleven beers. And it was the drunkest that anyone's ever been in the high school. <laughs> just such a high school acclaim it as well. It is, it is. But that's I think that's why it's rang so true, is that yeah. we've all known people who have like lied about that kind of stuff. And yeah. those people who have braces and are self conscious so they grow their hair long to, you know, be cool and and yeah, really aloof and great. everything, you know. It's, I don't know, it's just incredible. It's really, really and, great. And the Dylan's girlfriend as well. I know people like that. Mackenzie, the, yeah. The sort of gamer girl, cool girl. Yeah. Too cool for school. Yeah. Hiding all the problems that she has in her personal life. Yeah. I think that's so. the best thing about the characters is that they're not one-dimensional at all. They've got layers, they've got... You know, everyone's got this front on when they're yeah. at high school that they're something that they're not. And Another cute moment mm. when after Sam and um, Peter have their little fight, mm-hmm. which is cool because that actually made it, it kind of made it a little bit melodramatic, but it made it real, I thought, as well, because yeah. high school's hormones tension, making a film is full of tension. Not everyone's happy and friendly the whole time. Mm-hmm. And then the next episode when they get, like, resolve it, Peter tries to apologise and Sam's just like, yeah, it's cool, mate. Don't talk about it. Yeah. That's, the class, that's, what, that's what guys do after they've had a falling out mm. and then they're just like, cool with it without having a big D&M about it. Sorry, th- we're not all like that. <laughs> no, I'm just saying, no, that's a cool, there's a little, another moment showing that these people really understand what they're doing. Yeah, yeah. But I'm down for it. I'm down for anything made by... The American Vandal crew. Yeah, it was incredible. I really think everyone should watch this. And don't be put off like, well, actually, if you're the kind of person who's going to be put off by the word dick, then this isn't, shows this isn't a show for you and but it's, stuff it. you're not going to get enjoyment or fulfillment in your life. But having said that. <laughs> <laughs> Take a drink. <laughs> that being said, it's much more than a dick spoof show. It is. It's way more. It is. And I think if it rewards you, if you're it's, there for it yeah. and you're open to whatever it's going to give you, mm-hmm. it, it's just incredible. It's absolutely incredible. Five out of five Sam's, yeah. five out of five stars, five out of five Pepsi's, whatever our rating is. Five out of five dicks. <laughs> it's it's great. You know, one little thing I'd like to say, I love the sort of breakdown of the crime when they're like, you know, the reasons why it couldn't be certain people without spoiling anything yeah. and the reasons you know, the way someone draws a dick and balls and mm. breaking that down. Like, it was just really, it sounds silly, but it was actually really clever because it used a device from serial a lot where they're like, well, how could this person have written this or done this mm-hmm. or whatever, but applied it in sort of a humorous situation. But then you're kind of like, oh, yeah. Makes no sense. No one starts with, like. You ever, you ever drawn a dick? Probably have. I don't don't remember it's it. True. But you it's true. You don't start on the on the little hood. <laughs> okay. 
it's just i don't know it's just really cool yeah. really really cool yes we thoroughly recommend it especially if you've seen these other true crime shows but if not you know go for it well no hang on if you haven't listened to serial or seen yeah, what's wrong with you like what are you doing with your life i've <laughs> <laughs> seen making a murderer like yeah you know if you're intrigued by the dicks you'll be surprised with the best high school show in years is that the quote that's going to go on their like dvd case I thought you were going to say something like, if you're intrigued by the dicks, stay for the tricks. <laughs> but it doesn't work because it's not like a skateboarding thing. Skateboarding tricks, you know, like I thought. Or if you're intrigued by the dicks, stay for the wicks. Candle wicks. It's a candle making class. Thank you for listening. <laughs> See you next week. Bye. One more thing. How cool was the Snapchat episode where they mapped the whole house via Favorite Snapchat? episode of the whole thing. So clever. That's what I mean. So they use the social media, like, for their advantage. And they, they know what they're doing. That, that, like, guys, all credit to you. Props. Props. Props, boys. Praise be. <laughs> Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.